Comedy Mushroom Cold Podcast. This is not, uh, I don't know, this is not the best <laughs> stance for a video. I'm uh, just uh, realizing, but it's okay. Uh, you can't see anything in the video. Uh, but just imagine uh, me at the gynecologist, uh, just waiting, waiting in the stirrups. Uh, that's how we're posted up here. Um, oh, there's a squirrel outside. The cats are going to lose their goddamn minds about it. Um, welcome. It is Monday, about to be Tuesday when you're listening to this, probably. Um, and uh, welcome to uh, Comedy Mushroom Gold Podcast. Uh, it's a beautiful Wisconsin day, uh, day after the Super Bowl. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs um, and Patrick Mahomes being the baddest motherfucker on a football field. Um, I, we're watching Tom Brady 2.0. Dude's only 28. Um, so, I mean, I don't know uh, what else. I mean, if he retired now, his name's in the, uh, in the greatest of all time. Three out of five Super Bowls, three out of the last five years, um, won three out of four. It's pretty impressive. Won it in overtime, um, and with all the distractions around the game and everything, um, and just like a team in the 49ers that, for whatever reason, just cannot stay healthy and cannot close in the big games. Um, I don't think it's like a mental thing. I just think um, that I don't I don't know because uh, last year is when all, like their entire team got hurt. They didn't even have a quarterback uh, to finish the NFC Championship game. And then this year, I mean, Debo hurts his hamstring. Um, Greenlaw, I believe it was, snapped his Achilles just jogging onto the field. Like, half of the team uh, was playing hurt. And by the end of the game, just, like, people were going down. And then it went into overtime. Like, that could not have been uh, fun for them. But um, the fighting Taylor Swift's won. So, shout out to them. Um, you know, it's... Uh, it, it was kind of a, a letdown, uh, the whole Taylor Swift side of things. You know when something's like built up to be super big, whether it's on the left or the right. I mean, it's it's weird that we have to frame the Super Bowl in views of left and right right now. Uh, the country's doing great. Um, but it's, I mean, for a football game, we had to have conspiracy. I mean, the conspiracy theories around the football game should just be the halftime show and how it is America praising the devil or the NFL giving up. Like, it's supposed to be a satanic um, offering of our souls to the devil um, in a collective manner. Like, that's what the Super Bowl's for, is for us to watch somebody dance and sing in a way that we're offering our souls uh, to to the evil one in order for Hillary Clinton to continue to have enough adrenochrome to stay alive and for uh, Joe Biden to make it through November uh, just to steal the election. You know, like, that's what it's supposed to be for. It's not supposed to be the culture war. The culture war is for halftime. Football is supposed to be football, you know? But we had uh, Taylor Swift there with Ice Spice and uh, Blake Lively, of whom I didn't even know was Blake Lively when she walked in. We really need to look into this adrenochrome thing because that's I, I put up a post. I thought the Chiefs were going to lose, um, mostly because Taylor Swift is 34. She flew... Uh, across the ocean from Tokyo, Japan, after doing a show that's like, what, three hours long or however the fuck long it is, had to hop in her private jet, 
and we're not going to do the environment thing. We're 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 over it. Um, I, I guess I'm on the wrong side of history thinking that uh, billionaires were bad and that polluting the air was bad. But as long as she's uh, pretty enough, has blonde hair, blue eyes, and sings the most basic songs about love uh, you ever could, um, just the world will turn on you. Um, so, I mean, she's perfect. Nothing. She's done absolutely nothing wrong ever. And as soon as we find uh, that she's hired people to mine uh, some sort of, like, she legit, or something, to keep her younger, um, then, then maybe it'll turn, but it'll be too late, she's already gonna own, like, Antigua, or some country at that point, and just, like, have an island in the middle of the ocean that nobody can overtake, like, it's gonna be one of those things, like, an evil layer, that's when we'll figure it out, um, which, by the way, the best place to put your evil layer is on the first floor, they always collapse, right, they always blow up and collapse, you don't want it to, like, fall in on you, that's where that's where they always fail. Like if if somebody knows you have a secret layer, they're gonna find it anyways in the basement, um, and then it's gonna blow up and the whole building's gonna topple on it. At least put it on the first floor so you can escape easier. I think that's where Hitler failed. Um, he did a bunch of other things wrong, but like being in a bunker uh, is really where it, it it came to an end. There, there's not really an escape. Uh, tactic uh, out of a bunker. So Taylor Swift, uh, when you take your Hitler heel turn, um, I don't know. Put your put your evil layer on the first floor. Um, <clears throat> but like, no, it's just like the conspiracy theories around like, and it's the most lame conspiracy theories too. Like that the game's fixed for Travis and Taylor to get engaged afterwards and then endorse the Democrats. That's the evil plan. Like, everybody already knows that Taylor Swift is voting Democrat. She sold her soul to them before until she be runs for president. She's just not old enough to run for president yet. She won't be, uh, she would be 35 by the time the swearing-in happens. She could have ran for president this year, um, which maybe she's ramping up for. T uh, Travis Kelsey would be a perfect first man. Um, but anyways... I digress. But, like, what a boring thing. Do you think a billionaire like Taylor Swift is going to be like, we're endorsing Joe Biden after the Super Bowl on CBS? Absolutely not. The closest I saw it come to was, like, the end of the, the game, like, when they're in, like, getting the championship trophy and, like, the camera's just, like, focused on her and, and Travis kissing afterwards. Which, good. Happy for their love. I'm excited for it. Um, that's got to feel so great to win the Super Bowl uh, two years in a row, going for a third one in a row, and then having uh, the most famous woman in the world just, like, waiting for you down there. With no, like... I. I don't know where her security is. She's a billionaire, so you know she's got, like, secret service level security somewhere. She's got to have snipers on her at all times. Not, like, on her, but, like, following her around. Like, it's, when the president has his, advance, his advance team, they call Taylor Swift's people to make sure that everything's clear. Like, I, I have to believe it. Um, but, like, that has to feel so great. But the only thing that, like, really had me being, like, hey, this might be some sort of fuckery. And I don't, like, I don't think it's, like, set up as a publicity stunt. I think publicity stunts are stupid. Um, I honestly think if she's flying to Kansas City that much, she's invested. Nobody goes to Kansas City, Missouri on purpose uh, if you're the most famous person in the world and you're not making money doing it. Right? 
I mean, I, I've got no beef with Kansas City. They're nice people. But you're not – like, if you were a billionaire, you're not kicking it in Kansas City. And if you say you are, you're a liar. You might be like – like, you'll buy Chiefs uh, season tickets, but you're going to, like, move to not Kansas City. Like, you'll you'll shuttle in. You'll figure it out. But, like, uh, the thing that made it seem like it is – like, I forget who it was because I couldn't really tell because they just had his voice over them making out – uh, was him being like, and that woman there, there's nothing better than the love of a good woman. And you're like, oh, if this would have been on ESPN, like, you're like, all right, Disney put this shit together. Because, like, that was, like, a weird track to overlay. Like, yes, having uh, a supportive person in your corner helps you, um, especially if it's, like, the most famous woman in the world. Um, you kind of won. Like, Travis Kelsey has won America. He's good-looking. He's from uh, the Cleveland area. He's the best tight end in the history of football. Um, he has more receptions in the playoffs than Jerry Rice, which has, like, gotten downplayed. Like, I understand that... Like, this whole, that's Taylor's boyfriend. I get it. She's more famous than him. That's great. Um, it's not like like Simone Biles and her husband. I understand being like, that's Simone Biles' husband. Because Simone Biles is an athlete. That's in, like, the same, like, the same lane. It's not the same highway. Or it's not the, it's, it's like the same highway system. You're not the same lane, but, like, you can compare them to each other, right, in athletics. Like, you have Simone Biles, the best gymnast of all time, and her husband, who's, like, a starting cornerback for the Packers, of whom I don't even remember his name right now, right? It's Simone Biles' husband. Then you have Travis Kelsey, who has more receptions in the playoffs than the best wide receiver to ever play football, and they're saying it's Taylor's boyfriend on, like, the Super Bowl, and I understand that it's, like, Nickelodeon and they're having fun with it, but, like, and you have to, and he's already won the Super Bowl, he's been on top for a long time, and you kind of sign up for it with it. I'm not, like, I'm not one of those, like, men's rights people being, like, I can't believe they're, but, like, that's gotta be weird to be, like, the best at something and then have, like, and Taylor Swift, most famous woman in the world, nobody would ever say she's the best songwriter ever. She might sell the most records uh, of all time, maybe, like, she might be the most successful, but nobody's ever gonna sit down and be like, her, Bob Dylan, Woody Guthrie, like, or even fucking, you know, nobody's sitting down and being like, she's the best at writing songs, she's the most successful, she's not the best, right, it's like, um, Matt Reif versus, like, um, I don't know, like a fucking Kyle Kinane, one of those things. Like Matt Reif is argue, like is not even arguably is way more successful than Kyle Kinane. But on a joke writing basis, like the, it's apples and oranges because Kyle Kinane's writing brilliant bits. Now he's not as marketable because he's not twenty five and handsome as fuck, right? But he can fuck it. Like he's the best at it, right? And that you can't just be like, hey. This is Taylor Swift's boyfriend. He's, if at the Grammys, they were like, and she won like best album or whatever. Congratulations. Shout out her. Um, but like she, if underneath the thing, it said Travis Kelsey's girlfriend on like an alternate broadcast, like whatever the Nickelodeon broadcast of the Grammys would be, 
saying uh, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, the world would explode. And I understand that, like, sexism has existed forever, and that's, like, we're, we're winning it back. I, I understand the frame of it all. But just look at it from the outside. And I know that there's, like, a level of trolling that's going along with it. But you're doing the same thing that you say you hate, and you're doing it ironically. And if it were done to you in the same way to prove that point, you'd lose your goddamn mind. Right? That's just how it is. It's And it's... It's kind of a bummer. Like I am I had fun with it. It's fun to like oh this is hilarious. Two like two people at the top of their games being supportive of each other and the love connects them. Like she wrote songs about like being in love with like the the hot guy at school and being like the weird band chick or whatever the fuck she was, you know? She's in the she's the cheerleader and she's in the stands or whatever. Like she wrote songs about this. So like shout out you for doing that. Um but like I don't know, maybe use one of your tentacles uh that you have to be like, "Hey, let's calm it down on the Taylor Swift's boyfriend thing." Like we're over it now like it's it's part you are now part of the pop culture uh like you're part of the world now like you guys are if you break up people will probably harm themselves it's it's a fact uh at this point and i understand that like taylor swift fans are used to like high profile things uh falling apart with her and like big bangers coming out about it but i mean this is probably the most public she's been with somebody so it's incredible and it's crazy. Um, but no, that was a Super Bowl. It was a great game. Um, I was texting with a, a comic uh, from Milwaukee, AJ Grill. Um, he's a big Brock Purdy fan. He went to Iowa State. Um, and this game kind of ended up how I wanted it to. I was like, people who think that this game is going to suck just don't like football. I wanted like a 15 to 10, like 16 to 10, 17 to 10 rock fight. Ended up being 16 16 going into overtime. Um, then Kansas City wins it with three seconds left in overtime. The new overtime rules are stupid. Um, each team gets a possession regardless. I think that that should stay, but I do think that, like, the time should matter because, like, uh, literally it didn't come up because it could have gone into second overtime. Uh, but if they would have ran the timeout, they would have just kept the ball. Like, that, you need to have a fight against the clock. I think that that's important. Um, to, to have that aspect of it, because then the clock doesn't matter. Why not just do college overtime rules in the playoffs? That's stupid. Um, but they did it in the frame of the overtime, got a touchdown, walk-off touchdown, won the game. Um, so that was awesome. It was very cool. Travis or uh, Patrick Mahomes um, got the MVP again. He's the best. He's the best. I'm still saying Brady uh, for now, because he's got the rings with two different teams. Um I'm interested to see how Patrick Mahomes does it because Andy Reid uh, is old. So let's see if he can do it with another coach. I think that that's going to be the problem that they run into in like five years, two or three years really, and see how they do it, like see what happens with that. Um, but that was the that was the most important pop culture thing of the weekend. Um, other pop culture fun, uh, I was <laughs> at a show uh, outside Rhinelander. Um, I so lovingly called it the Rhinelander metropolitan area um, because that's the biggest city in that area, and I used city very loosely with a lo- lowercase c. Mm, sorry, I'm enjoying my coffee. Um, I had to go pick up groceries and stop and get coffee 
Um, and oh yeah, I forgot to mention this up top. I failed at groceries today. Um, and I need to, I need to be okay with that. Um, you, with, with the ADHD and just being stubborn, usually I try to do everything in my car in one trip. It's not like I have to walk super far. It's one staircase. It's a parking lot. It's not anything crazy, but I'm like everybody else. I want to get all the bags, everything that I have in the car in one trip. I didn't even try to do it in one trip. I took two very specific and, uh, intentional trips. I brought all of my random shit into the house, my wallet, keys, phone, coffee, banana peel, um, envelopes from the mail. I brought all that in first, and then I took a bigger bag out to go get the the grocery bags, which I brought in all on the second trip. So, I mean, it was one of those I had to, like, sit in my car real quick and just be like, we just have to be okay with failing at this situation. Um... And I encourage you all to fail <laughs> once today with something maybe a little bit lower stakes than bringing in the groceries, uh, because obviously it's been about, it's been close to an hour, and I'm still a little torn up about it. Um, it's a problem, but hey, that's that's just my brain. Uh, you don't have to feel the burden of of that. Um, but I was in the Rhinelander metropolitan area, uh, took Ashley up with me to the show, um, cause it was her birthday last Monday. I was supposed to be on the road still, um, didn't want to, like, I wanted to make it up to her. Hey, let's go to Northern Wisconsin. You've never been up there. It's usually very pretty in the winter. Um, there's been no snow up there because climate change, El Nino, all of it, um, which is ironic because like people are bitching about their businesses not doing well because snowmobilers haven't been able to be up there and that's most of their, um, money is tourism from snowmobilers, uh, and climate change is ruining it. So it's, it's people voting, uh, like climate change doesn't exist, uh, going out of business because climate change exists. It's a very fun spot, but, um... So I wanted to take her up there. It usually comes with a place to stay. Get to the motel. It's like a two-room motel. It's very nice. Very excited. Fun. Hanging out. Um, go. She, we saw bald eagles on the way up. She had never seen bald eagles in the wild. You know, we're marking off a lot of firsts on the list here. We're crushing it. Um, go to the show. It's a Valentine's Day-themed show. Um, in the middle of nowhere at like a, a ranch called Rondale Ranch. Uh, there's a buffet included with uh, the ticket. Uh, there's supposed to be dinner. It's going to be a nice night. Um, those crowds are always fun to, to play with and, and do a show for. And then uh, the first thing uh, we hear when we get there is, okay, uh, a little hiccup with the catering. They got into an accident on the way to the show which happens. I mean, you can't do it, but the buffet was running late. Um, so then like the doors opened and then everybody scrambled to the buffet. Now this is a group of just like, you think of the most Midwest nice people you've ever heard of. Like they're not ever going to tell you that you have something in your teeth. They'll just tell like four people that you have something in your teeth and think that they did the right thing, uh, because they didn't embarrass you in front of other people. Um, you know, like that Midwest nice where they'll do the like, bless your heart instead of like telling you that you made them mad and then move on kind of things. A group of those people, a whole room sold out show going to a buffet that's already late and then the buffet starts running out of food and they can't keep up with it and i'm like middle of the line uh at this point and just like watching people like complaining about the buffet running out of food while still stuffing like the one lady was like hiding extra rolls in like a napkin um people were taking like extra pieces of the food 
while simultaneously being like, I don't know why it's running out of food. I can't believe that they didn't order enough food. And then like people in front of me were like, man, I don't see how they're going to have enough food for everybody when they're like definitely in like they're going to get their amount of food. But they're saying that just so everybody can hear them be worried about it. Uh, so they feel nice while we're standing in line, a lady at like her table right next to the line is like, this food is ass. You don't want any of this food. So all at the same time we have the food is ass. They're not going to have enough food. People are stealing more food than that's for them. All just whipping it up, whipping it into like a frenzy. And like people are going up to the guy who was running the show, bitching to him about the food. And like, I knew what I was signing up for for this show. I know who it it was. We're not going to say names uh, because I don't want it to be. It's like a slightly tender subject, I guess, kind of. The rest of the story uh, makes them seem like a doofus. So we'll we'll leave names out of this one uh, because I like him and I would like to work with him uh, more because he pays well. Uh, and then, like, gives you a place to stay, which is usually better than what was set up. Uh, but... Like, he goes up on stage before the show, while people are still in line, and just starts yelling at people that he doesn't give a fuck about the catering. Uh, It is not his fault. He catered it. It's the caterer's fault. And that they're ordering pizza, so everybody needs to calm the fuck down and shut the fuck up and quit bitching because they haven't even seen the show yet. Which is, like, the most important part. And there were people sitting there being like, we don't even care about the buffet. We paid for the show. Um... Then the show starts, and people are already pissed about the buffet. They're pissed about getting yelled at. Then the same person who yelled at them opens up their opens up the show with twenty minutes of like just basically yelling at them more, uh, and not. It, it, let's just say it this way: after I got off stage, um, somebody came up to me in the back and said, "Have you ever had to dig yourself out of a hole that deep before?" And I said, "Uh." N- Maybe, but I can't remember it. And he's like, well, you're going to have to start carrying a ladder with you if you're going to keep following that. And I had a great set. I had a good time. I was picking on the I was picking on the guy running the show. I was picking on the buffet person, people. I was picking on the people being mad about the buffet, making fun of uh, making fun of Rhinelander. People liked it. They loved it. Everybody was having a good time. But I still wanted to get the fuck out of there. Um, I was already paid. Told the headliner he was cool with it. Messaged the promoter he was cool with it. Just snuck out the back door. Just so I wouldn't have to talk to more people uh, after the show. Just because it was like a good set. But it was one of those like good sets where like I'm sure somebody was pissed about it. And I didn't want to hear about it. So we go back to we go get some snacks at the quick trip. Which is like the craziest part about people being pissed about the buffet it's like you weren't gonna run out of food all right it's not communist russia you have enough food if people just ate the right amount of food everybody would have food one two let's say you didn't get all the food that you wanted you can leave and drive five minutes down the road and get a quick trip because even though we're in the middle of nowhere quick trip is everywhere They're the fucking beacon in the night. They are the North Star of food after 10 p.m. wherever you're at in Wisconsin. You just find the closest quick trip. They're all 24-7. At least most of them are. All right? You can get food. Taco Bell there is even open until 2 in the morning when there's 15 people in the town. Okay? Like, you have options. You don't need to be crazy. So we went to Quick Trip, then went back to the motel, hanging out, watching Triple D for a while. Um, She falls asleep. 
I'm sitting there, and I, I thought I heard somebody walk, trying to walk into the door. Um, but, like, it's a motel thing set up in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Um, so it could have been, like, the neighbor trying to get into his, going into the wrong one. There's, like, a bar attached to the motel. So I just let it pass. Um, about 30 minutes later, uh, the headliner of the show walks into the hotel room that we're, like, sleeping in. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? And he goes, I cannot believe he put us in the same one. And I, like I said, there were two rooms in the motel, but he knew that my girl was coming up and like whatever. And like the, the headliner had to call somebody uh, from the motel to bring him because we're in bed. So I'm not answering my phone. Um, apparently there was only one key and so like the motel people had to come get him a key for him to be in the same motel room and then turn around and get back into his truck because he didn't want to stay in the same room as us. Fair. So I get like dressed real quick and I was like, Hey, there's still this other bed. Like if you don't, if you can't find a spot, there's this other bed in here. And he's like, do you know what? No, it's fucked up that he put us in the same room and he knew your girl was there. Um, I'll find a spot. And so, like, it was insane. Like, it's, I've, and it was just a very fun thing for Ashley to be there because you can tell, like, little road stories and, like, explain these people in theory to, to somebody. But until they have to experience exactly what goes on on the road, I don't think anybody super understands it. Because, like, that's, like, traumatizing to a normal person like she was like i can't believe somebody walked into our hotel last night and i was like i mean weirder things have happened i mean it's not like you just kind of we just survived a battle at a show because the buffet ran out of food right like why wouldn't this happen um so she got to see what happens on the road and it's like maybe you have not like a respect but like maybe you understand now um what we have to, and that's like, that doesn't happen often, but it happens enough that like, uh, that it's like, this is what I have to deal with, uh, to try to say words to make money. And poor me, I'm not, I'm, I'm just kind of making jokes and and making money doing it. I understand that like people have to work in like coal mines and shit, but I don't know. It's not ideal to have to, uh, to fucking deal with that all the time. Um, I don't know. So that was that. Um, but on the way home, we stopped at a place called Rib Mountain, um, hidden in the middle of nowhere. Wisconsin is one of the oldest land formations, I think, in the country, it said, maybe on Earth. Um, stood on a 1.7 billion year old uh, rock. Um, that was cool. Um, but it was very, very cold. And I wasn't expecting it to be that cold. So. Um, like it got, like it was like 55 degrees up there until like the day we got up there. That's when it like fell off a cliff and it was like six degrees with the wind chill. And I packed like normal hiking clothes, not like six degrees in the wind chill clothes. Um, so we got to do an observation tower and do some grounding on the rock. So that was nice. Um, it's not often that you get to like feel, um, 1.7 billion years of experience come through your feet. Um, so that's, that's fun. Um, but no, so I mean, it was a nice weekend. It was a nice time. Got paid a good amount of money to say words, um, and then got to come home watch Super Bowl. You can't bitch about that. Um, even got the day off work on Friday because of it, because we had to drive up there. So I mean, it was nice, all around nice. Uh, but it was even perfect because got to point out uh, <laughs> what the stupid shit I have to deal with is. Um, 
Oh, but yes, we'll do business things. Now, that's about it. This is a shorter-ish um, episode. Rib Mountain. Pum, 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 pum. All right, sorry. I got a notification from my bank. I'm waiting for my taxes to hit because I got a lot of taxes coming back. And then I can fucking fund everything else. Um, all right, upcoming. I'm going to have to be doing a lot of fucking mics. Um, so come hang out. If you have a show uh, that you want me to be on, dude, hit me up. I'm available the rest of the month. My March uh, is okay, but not as good as I need it to be. April, same thing. May actually looks pretty decent, but if you have anything in April or March, uh, hit me up. 2.24, I'm at Amorphic Beer in Milwaukee. Uh, March 1st on a Don't Tell up outside of Green Bay, uh, which is very funny when new towns get Don't Tell shows, and they're like, I can't tell you what show I'm on, or I can't tell you if I'm on it or not, which, like, yeah, sure, I did it, like, the first time, but, like, when they still do it after, like, the fifth one, you know the rules. Um... Cedarburg Cultural Center uh, in Cedarburg. That's the 16th of March. On the Rocks up in Chippewa Falls at the end of March. Um, gonna try to maybe reach out to Minneapolis people because it's five seconds away from there. Rookie Sports Pub, Stevens Point. Uh, JJ's on the Bend. That's May. And the Comedy Plex. That's May as well uh, with the boy Tyler Ross. Um, but we've got. Um, who is RayRoberts.com, Patreon.com slash were. Um, we're going to have coffee uh, as soon as the taxes come in. So I'm turning that back on. Um, so join the Patreon. Join the You'll get the newest coffee uh, when it comes. I'm very excited about it. Um, there's a couple of people I'm talking to. Uh, one might be like a personalized, uh, thing, uh, for merch and the coffee club. The other one might be old school, like we were doing it before. Um, so we're, we're figuring it out. We're, we're figuring all that out. Um, but regardless, that'll be taking, uh, part within the next two weeks once we get tax money back. Um, and then, but yeah, book me for shows. Come to the thing. Um, the song today, uh, is based off of the Super Bowl. So, uh, just one of the best parts of the Super Bowl is that I survived. Like, if I could tell, go back in time to any of the most depressed points in my life and be like, hey, at some point, Lil John will be at the Super Bowl uh, and it'll rock, that would keep me alive. And I'm very glad that I was alive to see that. So, uh, if you want to hear the song, I'm sure you can figure it out. Um, but if you want to hear the song, get the video, um, get part of the coffee club, go on the Patreon. But other than that, uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.